In today's show, we're looking ahead to Tuesday's action in the NBA. There are five games on. We're looking at streaming options. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com. Slash Locked On NBA. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. So we're here to talk about the action in the NBA for Tuesday. There are five games on. We're helping you get ready of what we want to watch for and also some streaming options there. So, Warnie. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> all right, it's the Grizzlies and the Pelicans as the first game up. The Pelicans are one and a half point favorites in this one. Last game, Memphis was without Ja Morant and Desmond Bain, but they also upgraded Jaron Jackson Jr. to doubtful. I don't expect Jackson to play in this game, but I'm not ruling it out. But I do expect Bain and Morant to play, and then Jackson to probably return on Friday would be my guess. But I don't know that at this stage. For the Pelicans, they're just dealing with the absence of Kyra Lewis. For the Grizzlies, I've always wanted to watch Dylan Brooks because we all love a car crash, don't we? We all love to see chaos. Actually, I don't want to watch Dylan Brooks because he frustrates the shit out of me. And he's one of the worst players to watch in the entire NBA, if not the worst. Actually, he is the worst. But what I do want to see is if he can rein in the foolishness, if he can continue to take that back seat behind Bain and Morant. I think he will, but we always want to watch that. Also, Category Leagues, 12 teams. You don't roster Dylan Brooks. You don't. You Now... You can stream him in for today. If you care about your field goal percentage, I wouldn't bother. But otherwise, he's not a hold. But we don't want to watch to see how it looks. And then Steven Adams, who's been pretty good. But the minutes are all over the place. 34, 22, 22, 34, 27, 29. Is he high 20s again? Low 20s? Is his production going to stay huge? Like He's all over the place. We know he's going to hurt the free throws. But I just want to see if we get some stability of role. For Steven Adams. For the Pelicans, I know how this is going to play out, but I'm going to watch it anyway. Larry Nance is going to get more minutes than Jonas Valanciunas. Yes, he is. Jonas Vassilinoasas. Valanciunas played only 20 minutes last game. Nance played 28 and scored over 20 points. And Nance, I think, is a 12-team league guy. Until he gets hurt, and then you drop him. Also, I want to see Dan McCollum, because there is... Not to spoil what we're going to do on the buy-low sell-high tomorrow, but he might be on it, because he cannot shoot at all. He's... Field goal percentage is two-point percentage. is three-point percentage is well, well down. And it's impacting his overall production. I'd like to see him get better. But at, look, the minutes aren't really in any danger. But he's not playing well. So we'd like to see that improve. Clippers and the Mavs. Dallas are three and a half. No, they're not. They're six and a half point favorites. This is a back-to-back for the Clippers. John Wall will return. He's missing out on Monday's game. 
I do not expect Kawhi Leonard to play. Now, I've marked him as out. That is not official because, of course, with Kawhi, nothing is ever official. We never have any idea what is happening with this bloke. I don't expect him to play. I think a return Thursday for Kawhi is your best-case scenario, but that might be changed. Like He might be back on Tuesday. I don't know. Um, Davis Bertans will be out for Dallas. What I do want to watch is Norman Powell, who is playing better. We talked about this on the waiver wire. I always say we. I talked about it, and you listened, or you ignored, or you argued, or whatever, but the words came out of my mouth. I talked about Norman Powell being a top 100 player over the last week, which was interesting, but I don't have that much faith in it. Maybe he turns me around on it. I just don't think there's any chance of that sticking when Kawhi does return, but let's watch it. Well, Zubats has been a real surprise this year. Big minutes, which I think can, can sort of continue, but it's been the block rate. He's been, I think, double his block career block rate over the course of this season, and that has started to come down a bit. For the Mavs, there is concern with Christian Wood, of course, and his defensive limitations. The last game, he only played 25 minutes, but he did foul out. So was Kidd expecting him to play more? Are we beginning to see the 30-minute-a-night Christian Wood that maybe we hoped for? In the preseason, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent that that's going to be what happens. But it is something we need to pay attention to here. Was the 25 minutes the plan, or was it only because he fouled out last game and the minutes were pushed back up? Also, want to watch Josh Green, and then by extension, Reggie Bullock's minutes and Tim Hardaway's minutes. Bullock has not hit 30 minutes since the 29th of October. 29, 29, 25, 22, 26, 27, 17. Because he has been actually dreadful in every game. And Hardaway is better, and Josh Green is better. So how those three distribute minutes, I think is going to be really interesting to see whether one of those guys, the best one of those guys fantasy-wise is Hardaway, if he can get 30 a night. But we want to see how that all looks, and if there is a way for that to push into a um, into a higher level of production. Today's episode is brought to you by Sweatblock. You've had an issue, I'm sure, at some point with a sweaty stain on your shirt. Like I'm wearing gray here. If I didn't have the air conditioner going, you might see some like sweat marks under here, under the arms. Luckily, I've got sweat block on, so I don't have to worry about that. And I've got the room cooled down. But that's not the case for everyone because people don't know about sweat block. It protects you for up to seven days. You get the sweat block wipes. They're invented by a doctor and they're guaranteed to work. If you, if they don't work, you don't pay. What a deal that is. It is called. The Sweatblock Dry Shirt Guarantee. I don't have to take them up on their guarantee because my shirt remains dry. If Sweatblock doesn't help keep you dry, you get your money back. If you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try Sweatblock. Risk-free today. Save 20% with the promo code LOCKEDON at sweatblock.com. It is also available on Amazon. Today's show is also brought to you by Rocket Money. So you can go in and we've all got subscriptions to services that sometimes we forget about. Sometimes we don't need. Sometimes we've got double up subscriptions and it is so hard to go and cancel. I, I checked on my phone and I don't know if you guys even have this in, in the States, but I had two subscriptions active for Paramount Plus. I don't know how that's possible, but I did. So this is ridiculous. If I had Rocket Money, I would have been able to find this and not pay that extra money for months on end. If you're wasting money on subscriptions, Rocket Money can help you fix that. It's an app that shows all your subscriptions in one place and cancels what you don't want for you. Rocket Money can even help find the subscriptions that you didn't know that you were paying for. You may even find out you've been double charged for a subscription like me. To cancel a subscription, all you have to do is press cancel and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now. Go to rocketmoney.com slash locked on. Seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash locked on. Let's go to the next game. It's the Knicks and the Jazz. The Jazz are four-point favorites here. Mitchell Robinson should be out 
There is a chance he returns. I don't expect him to return. But what I do want to see is what Captain Comover Tom Thibodeau does with Isaiah Hartenstein and um, Lionheart Jericho Sims. You just made the list. Last game, Hartenstein started, played 23 minutes, and then him, along with Brunson and Barrett, were benched. And Sims played basically the entirety of the fourth quarter and most of the third. I don't think... Look, this is Sims' minutes. 17, 27, 8, 25. Hartenstein's, 21, 15, 33, 23. If you can figure out what's going on there, you're better than me. I'm still riding with Hartenstein, at least until Robinson returns, and even then, I'm still going to hold. But it's been frustrating for sure. And then what do we make of Cam Reddish, who was really, really good last game? He played 33 minutes, but a reminder, Reddish's games before that, 18, 18, 29, he did nothing, 37, he did nothing, 15, 15, 16, 12. He was part of that group in that bench unit, even though he was a starter, he was with that mixed in with Randall, because you know you can't bench Randall ever. Admit mixed in with that group and played well and sort of got them back into the game against the Thunder. Of course, they lost by 10. I don't think that Reddish is a must-roster player by any stretch. And I don't have any confidence in him stringing together anything resembling a prolonged period of good play. But with five games on, with him likely starting over Quentin Grimes and Ivan Fournier again, I think there's at least streamability. But there are factors into why he played 33 minutes last game when his previous two starts he combined for 36. So don't get too sucked in, but suck in a little bit. That's what she said. For the Jazz, Walker Kessler. The blocks are there. They're always going to be there. He had like nine rebounds and three blocks in 12 minutes last game. He's going to get a lot of blocks. That is without question. But can he get more minutes? Vanderbilt's still struggling, but they go small. They play at Markin and Olenek. They get Beasley and Sexton into the lineup more to play more minutes there. And that limits what Walker can do. The blocks are valuable already for 12-team leagues, but I'm not actually sure there's a 22-23 minute role for him coming at any point without one to maybe even two injuries. But you can still use him. Well, Malik Beasley, good numbers. Good shooting, good threes. It's empty apart from that, and he is very streaky. We've seen that over the course of Malik Beasley's career. I don't think that he is a must-roster player, but on a day like this, yeah, absolutely. Scoring threes, you get it. It's there. And there's not many other options. So yes, there is good value there for him in that scenario. Or in this scenario, actually. The Nets and the Kings. The Kings are one-point favorites. The Nets. Do we have any idea whether Kyrie's going to play? No. My expectation is that he is out. We know that Tony Warren's going to be out. We don't know about Ben Simmons. He's officially questionable, and I'm officially questioning whether he's going to be a 12-team league guy rest of season. I am still holding, but I don't actually know if he's going to play. Claxton likely will, and Seth Curry will return as well. So let's watch Curry whose last game was great, 28 minutes, blew up. Minutes have gone up from 15-13, then 23-28. Didn't take long to ramp back up, did it? And 30-minute a night, Steph Curry, with Kyrie and Simmons out, is 12-team league valuable. Now, when Kyrie returns, I'm not sure that Seth can play that much. But for now, he's worth watching. And also Edmund Sumner, who's putting together some okay minutes. 23 and 26 minutes as a starter last game. He's going to keep starting while Kyrie is out. And maybe there's stream value there, maybe. For the Kings, finally, Keegan Murray turned it on. This is why we wanted to hold him. I don't think he's as good as some others do, and that's totally fine. But he was an obvious hold, and he was obviously going to improve on what he did. And he did that last game. We want to see whether momentum can continue here for Keegan, and we can get that production on a regular basis. While Malik Monk, I am still holding. It's been a little bit off the last couple of games, 27, 21, 24 minutes. Producing okay, not shooting that well. 
If he stays, stays in the 21-24 minute range, then he's probably not a 12-team league guy. But if he goes 25 to 28, then I, I think he is. But the rotation on the bench for this team remains a little bit confusing with Lyles and Davis going up and down and, and Monk's minutes a little bit all over the place. There is something to see there with Monk, but I'd like to know what his role is actually going to be in this game before I get too excited. The last game of the day is the Spurs and the Blazers. It's a back-to-back for San Antonio. We want to watch Goldfinger Charlie Bassey. We know that he's been a great ad for this week with five games on. We know before Monday's game, he'd been an excellent top 60, top 70 fantasy guy. Category leagues, points, he's not that good. He's still worth having, but he's not that good. But can he continue to perform at such a high permanent level? We also want to watch Josh Richardson because Blake Wesley's out. Romeo Langford's out. Well, they're out on Monday, sorry. Wesley will be out all the way. Does Langford out with COVID? Does he miss Tuesday as well? Branham's dealing with an ankle problem. Are these guys going to be out? So does that mean Richardson have to has to push up into a larger role, which makes him useful in that scenario? For the Blazers, the last couple of games with Jeremy Grant have been excellent. And the best part of it is that some of those big games have come while Lillard has been playing. So is he able to continue on that level? Can he keep that high usage and high efficiency going that we've seen over the last week or so? Well, I also want to watch Damian Lillard, who's been pretty good. Turnovers are way up for him this season, and he hasn't maintained like a huge assist rate that he has in the past. Now, is that because Grant and Simons are doing more, ha- more ball handling than the previous iterations of CJ McCollum and Mo Harkless, or whatever other spud forwards they had out there? That's something to watch because Lillard's assist rate is down, and I don't know if that's going to stick. Um, Nurkic missed the last couple. He's questionable. Justice Winslow is questionable. And we might also have the return of Gary Payton II, the doctor. So that could have some real rotational impact. Of course, if Nurkic is out, we're looking at Eubanks. And if Winslow plays and Nurkic is out, we're looking at Winslow as a streaming option there And that one. If you want to take advantage of all of your superior basketball knowledge, today's show is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is daily fantasy, but it's daily fantasy better. It's not salary cap fantasy basketball. It's not salary cap daily fantasy where you've got to put a lineup in against hundreds of thousands of other human com- opponents. You're just against projections. That's it. They set a line. Jeremy Grant, over under 15.5 points. Over. Damian Lillard, over under 23.5 points. Over. Josh Hart, over or under 14.5 points. Under. It's points, it's rebounds, it's assists, it's steals, it's blocks, it's everything. You put up to five of those in a lineup, and you win up to 10 times your entry fee back. It's fast, it's easy, it's available in over 30 US states, and it's available in Canada. And it's not just basketball. You can do... Everyone's favorite sport, disc golf. You can do the NFL, NHL, college basketball, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, college football, cricket, soccer, esports, PGA, boxing, MMA. Should I keep going? No, because I'm going to run out of time. So download the PricePix app or go to pricepix.com and sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users, I'm, I'm going to say the I word in my full Australian accent. So I'm going to go through it. Speed bumps, just got to fly over them. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code Locked On. If you deposit $100, PricePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PricePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code Locked On at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Yeah, boy. All right. Streaming, back-to-backs, Tuesday, Wednesday. You can see the teams there. We're looking at New Orleans. We're looking at New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans. We're looking at New Orleans, New York, and Dallas. So we're streaming in like a Dorian Finney. These guys are all available using our advanced roster metric in over 50% of leagues. 50% of higher level cash leagues. Dorian Finney-Smith, Dwight Powell starting center. Emmanuel Quickly, minutes all over the shop, but worth a stream. Um, Reggie Bullock, Obert Toppin. Hmm, yep. 
Maxi Kleber, especially for steals, uh, sorry, for blocks and threes. Cameron Reddish and Jose Alvarado in your lens. That's the back-to-back Tuesday, Wednesday. There is 10 games Wednesday, so you might get away with the stream for Wednesday. For category leagues, just for Tuesday, we're looking at Sohan, Finney Smith, Josh Richardson, Smokin' Joe Harris, Dwight Powell, Emmanuel Quickly, Lil John Conchar. Okay! Especially if Bain is out, and Obi Toppin. Deeper leagues, Joe Harris, Dwight Powell, Emmanuel Quickly, uh, Conchar, Sumner, Cam Reddish, Maxi Kleber, Luke Kennard. And then for points leagues, these guys are all available in over 50% of leagues on Yahoo. Malik Monk, Jeremy Sohan, Larry Nance, must roster. Malik Beasley, probably want to grab him at the moment. Charlie Bassey, why is he still available? Dorian Finney-Smith, Trey Murphy, and Smokin' Joe Harris. And guys, that'll do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Odyssey. And check out Locked On Sports today. After you've listened to this, it's our daily recap show of all of the action across the sports world with input from all of the Locked On Podcast Network hosts on YouTube. Thumb it up. Leave your comment. Ring the bell. And subscribe, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.